He's done it. Yeah, what a shot. This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to Just Sports. Hello and welcome to Just Sports, your weekly roundup of everything about sports. Uh, my good friend Rahul Puri, who's in a slightly better mood, uh, is with me. And I'm in the best of moods. So yeah, we're going to talk about lots of things. We're going to talk about football and what's been happening there. A little bit of focus on Barcelona and what does this season hold for them because it seems to be all in turmoil. We're also going to talk about this whole thing about the transfer window being closed before the season starts and cricket returns to Pakistan. So here goes. Uh, hello Rahul. Hello Samar, how are you? How do you think I will be? Uh, you must be very well. <laughs> yes, I am extremely well. It's it's been it's been a great start actually, you know, and, and, and I think more than anything else, it's the fact that we are scoring goals and that was something which was missing and a marker has been laid down and yeah, life is good. Yeah, no, no, no. I can see how United fans would be very, very happy about the way that the team has started. Yeah, but I think it's a little too early, Rahul. I think let's not talk yeah. about that. It's, it's no, no, very, I, I, very early. No, no, I agree. I'm glad that it, you have added that caveat. Actually, I mean, you, you know, it, it can, the only thing is that with Jose Mourinho, it can turn, uh, change to despair at a moment's notice. So, I mean, it's, it's good. It's great. We're scoring goals. But overall, Rahul, you know, it seems to be, you know, a season where goals are going to be scored because there are very few games which, you know, you're not seeing, you're seeing goals being scored. Yeah, no, it, it's, um, I think it's a function of, of very few good defenders out there in general. And, uh, Certainly, I think that, you know, you've got these five or six managers uh, in the Premier League that uh, that have two, two realizations have dawned on them. I think, one, they are all fairly attacking managers. Uh, quite frankly, they all want to play fairly attacking football. Um, Mourinho, perhaps a little different uh, from that. But even Mourinho, I mean, his sides have scored goals in the past. So I think that's an unfair criticism that is... Uh, leveled against him. But I think the other thing that all the managers have realized is the results against each other are not the reason that you win titles. And I think that they've all realized that they really do need to strengthen their attacking options because that's going to help them beat teams from sort of seven all the way down to 13. And if they can beat those teams, Quite frankly, they have every chance of winning the title. Absolutely, Rahul. And I think one of the arguments that's come forward from the from the EPL this time, and I think you, you know, you and I should maybe have a chat on that, is the closing of the transfer window before the season starts. Because you know, yeah, that's something... I mean, you know, Klopp has come out and said it, and you know, a couple of managers have had a moan about it. Yeah, and, and I think that you would find that managers would be in favour of it because you know, I think it would lead to less of a panic desperation uh, situation um, you know a month into the season but having said that I, I think that everybody knows when the transfer window closes and what's happened is this season there's been this situation of a number of clubs have really let negotiations drag on because they know that the transfer window is going to close a month into the season and that's just going to add to the desperation of the buying clubs. And I think there's an element of that that is, is added to all of this, which is why the, it, it's become a bit of a mess, quite frankly. Yeah, Rahul, and if you look at, you know, the, the kind of players uh, and the negotiations that are going on, I mean, the Coutinho saga is continuing. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, there are players who have put in transfer requests, 
you know, they're unable to buy. It's not healthy. I mean, I completely agree with managers and I think even for fans that once the season starts, your focus is on that. And it's only 15 days. I mean, the season starts at about 15th August. Yeah. And well, I mean, I, I mean, there are a couple of things, isn't it? I mean, A, I think um, the, a slightly later closing date allows managers to almost have a second bite of the cherry, right? So you do your pre-season recruitment then season starts you've got two or three games to have a look at what you've bought and then yeah, you know maybe you've, I mean, you've on, got two or three games to have a look yeah I mean, you know, maybe you've got another opportunity to go out I mean maybe you get an injury or something like that and you say alright fine you know what maybe I need to dip back in so I do see I do see some sense to it you know I think that you know a lot of this is has come into play because of the way that things have unfolded over the the close season uh, this time, where a lot of clubs have just, A, prices have become very inflated, and a lot of clubs have just decided that they're really going to hold out until the end. And, you know, in Southampton's case, uh, with Virgil van Dijk, I mean, you know, maybe they're just sick of being raided by Liverpool. Maybe Liverpool haven't met their valuation. I don't know. Same seems to have happened with uh, Keita at, uh, at Leipzig. Same seems to happen uh, with, with Dembele. And, you know, it, it's sort of, it's that domino effect. I mean, you know, we all talked about the fact no, I that... I know, I know, I know what you're saying, Raul, but, you know, it does take away from the game. I mean, at the end of the day, players who are now... For example, even Arsenal. I mean, come on. Sanchez can say he's got an injury, you know, but we all know that he was not happy there. And it's, it's, it's become... It's almost... I mean, I feel, Rahul, that it's almost become like a mercenary thing now. Now, from 15th August to 30th August, they're going to behave like mercenaries. That, hey... But I don't think that's a function of the transfer window, Summer. I, I think that's the function of of the agents in football. That, you know, they, they, they are the ones that instigate their players, you know, every couple of seasons to either get a better contract or move to a bigger club or, or whatever it is. I mean, you know... But maybe, the, a shortened, but maybe a shortened window with just the fact that, you know, once the football starts, it starts. Agreed. I mean, but but I think we're looking at two different things here. I mean, once the football starts, it starts. The football started. You know, whether Sanchez wants to play for Arsenal or Coutinho wants to play for Liverpool, both Arsenal and Liverpool have to get on and, and play without them, irrespective. So, I mean, the football started. I think what we all need to look at is, is can we resolve this idea of players being almost mercenary-like? And quite frankly... Whether there are agents involved, I can't see how that is going to stop, quite frankly. Whether yeah, it's the I mean, 31st of July or the 31st of August. But I'm a kind, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of in favor of saying that once the football starts, let the saga be over. Because it does take away from the team. It does take away from the focus of the manager, you know. And it's a 15-day mess, which if just taken a little earlier, you know, doesn't seem like a bad idea. It's not a mad idea at all. Is it going to make the transfer window any more efficient? I, I have my doubts. Probably not. Maybe not. I agree with you that if the agents and the players continue to play hardball all the time, they don't need that. But yeah, maybe it'll just take the, you know, it'll just pretty much put the focus back in the football and uh, maybe you'll stop tweeting for 15 days, ranting and raving about... The players. You know, you rant and rave about it, but, you know, the point is, is that, you know, we're ranting and Liverpool fans are ranting and raving, not necessarily about Coutinho. I think we're ranting and raving about the fact that uh, where the hell are the rest of the players? I think that's the, the, the reason that we're ranting and raving. Quite frankly, if Liverpool had brought two or three players in and Coutinho wanted to go for 130 million, I mean, we, we were giving him our blessings and sent him off. I think that, you know, 
unfortunately in modern football this term of legend or this term of great player uh, is thrown around a little bit quickly now I'm not I'm not in any way suggesting that, that Phil Coutinho isn't a good player and, and he's not worth 130 million and he's an integral to Liverpool but I think the comparisons between him and Torres or him and San, uh, him and Suarez I think are completely ridiculous no, I, think uh, I, I don't I mean, think he's, he's not on that level at all no he's not that level yet and yeah I, I agree with you I mean it's just it's just a little premature but never mind that's that's all that we want to talk about the transfer window moving on to Barcelona it's not going to be the greatest season for them Raul I mean it's just everybody is just decided to stick it up to Barcelona they're quickly turning into the most reviled club exactly. um, in the world I think uh, you know they, they were the club they were everybody's favorite club and now uh, they're turning into the most reviled club well look their behavior is pretty ridiculous quite frankly you know obviously in Europe the the rules on on tapping players up are are a little bit more uh, lenient I think than than in the UK but Barcelona do this all the time they go they unsettle a player they get the player to dig their heels in they get the player to be you know um, absolutely uh, terrible to the club that, that they want to leave and and you know what what's happened this season is Neymar has basically done exactly the same thing that Barcelona are known for. He's done exactly the same thing to Barcelona. He's done a, he's done a, he's almost like done a Barcelona on them. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think that, you know, Barcelona anyway was stinging from the fact that Real won the title and Real won the Champions League and Barcelona have got this aging squad and for them to lose Neymar who quite frankly is younger than both Suarez and Messi who are if not coming to the end but are close to the end um, you know he was their big gem he was their big gem for the future and you know for him to basically have lifted a, a middle finger up to them and said you know F you I'm on my bike um, I think it's thrown them into a set serious sense of panic because now they're looking around and trying to figure out well who do we buy and quite frankly there's nobody for them to buy you know, and, and more than just about who they're going to buy Rahul I mean it's it's turning into an ugly fight I mean now Barcelona has gone ahead and sued him for, for breach of contract you know for a for a piddly amount of 8.5 million I literally I, would write them a check and send it to them I mean really I would write them a check and say there you go mate good luck to you I mean really it is just uh, I mean it just shows goes to show that 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 club is is they may be a great club they may be a super club but but right you know, now they're, they're in disarray right now they're in yeah, completely well yeah they're not a particularly well run club at the moment and quite frankly all the clubs in Europe are beginning to smell their desperation yeah and that's what the scene is you know I mean <laughs> people are rejecting bids of 130 million because they I mean you know that that bid no offense that bid was a yeah, sorry to swear on air. I mean, that's not just a fucking joke. I mean, you know, it was about 60 million up front and then 70 million in additions over five years. I mean, seriously, Barcelona, fuck off. All right. I mean, if you're going to, if you want a player, pay for the bloody player. And I agree with you, even the Dambele bet, you know, the, the bid over there. All I'm saying is that I think what you're saying is right, Rahul. And all the European clubs have decided this season, let's stick it up to them. Let's stick yes, it up absolutely. to them. I think that a lot of the, what you're seeing is a lot of the European clubs are saying, well, you know what? Um, in previous seasons, because you guys were so bloody good, you know, you got your way and you bullied clubs into to, to agreeing with you. And right now, you're not in any position to bully anybody. And we're just going to tell you to piss off. The guy who's laughing all the way, you know, through the season is going to be Zidane because, you know, 
It yeah, might just yeah. be a cakewalk for him. I mean, absolutely. I mean, you know, he's just off thrashing Barcelona 5-1 um, over two legs in, in the Super Cup. So, I mean, he's, he's probably looking at this and saying, well, you know, uh, I might as well just concentrate on the Champions League now. That's pretty much going to be, I think it... And if he does that, Rahul, I mean, come on, three times in a row, that would be yeah, something. Special. That would be something. Okay, um, so that's about Barcelona. I don't think they're going to have a great season this year. I mean, if they just hold on to the players and try and rebuild because Iniesta wants to leave and, you know, they don't have a midfield. Yeah, no, I mean, they, you, you see the team that they put out, I think, the beat Betis on the weekend. I mean, if you looked at that team, I mean, it had Gerard Delafeu in it, who's an Everton reject, for God's sake. Um, you know, that just goes to show you how far their team has fallen in terms of... Yeah, they're so thin. They're so yeah, thin right In terms now. of a squad. And moving on to cricket. International cricket seems to be, you know, ready to make a return to Pakistan with the World Eleven, and then, in all probability, the West Indies and Sri Lanka are wanting to tow the country. It is a big risk, Rahul. It is a big risk. No, it is. I mean, you know, I, I think that... Look, it, first and foremost, I, I, I want to say that, you know, we all want to see international cricket return to Pakistan. I think it's important for that country to, to really rebuild its sporting present, but it is a huge risk and you know i know this thing has been uh, announced that pakistan is going to play uh, three t20s against the world 11 but honestly speaking i don't see any indian players going i don't see any australian players going i don't i see hardly any current english players going um this is going to be a world 11 made up of west indians zimbabweans maybe one or two sri lankans but that is about it i mean uh when they say world 11 i mean we do need to to be a little bit cynical about what that world 11 is yeah i think but you know i think it's a start and like you said you know it's good to good to see that there's a start but you know it will take time but i guess that if the world 11 and probably after that the west indies store or the sri lanka tour go off well there is a chance of other countries wanting to go back probably rahul i mean come on they are part of the icc they play cricket and yeah no but i mean you know i i think um a lot of this boils down to um, a basic propensity. I mean, you know what? Australia are going to Bangladesh now and, and they're touring Bangladesh for, for, for two matches. So, you know, if they can go to Bangladesh and, and the, the, a lot comes down to the Pakistani cricket board and the Pakistani government and what kind of support they can give, what kind of assurances they can give. Because realistically, you know, yeah, the West Indies go and tour great, Sri Lanka go and tour great. But what Pakistan needs is they need a really high profile series. They need an England, a South Africa. I mean, they're not going to get an India, let's face it. But they need an England, a South Africa or an Australia to go there and tour. Because that is what is really going to rebuild faith in that country as, as a cricketing nation. Okay, but it's still a start and we can all wish them all the best to see, you know, how it goes and... Uh make cricket come back to Pakistan because yeah no fingers crossed I mean look, look you want there are lots of fans I mean there are millions of fans out there they love their cricket they've just won the champions trophy they're on a high you know I hope that everything goes off well and these are three really exciting games um, and uh, it, it inspires more teams to, to consider going back to Pakistan and playing cricket absolutely and uh, all the best to them and that's all we have from Just Sports 
Next week should be interesting, Rahul, because uh, we'll have the Champions League draw also. Yeah, tonight's a big night. Um, uh, you know, uh, we need to go out. No, Rahul, come on. I mean, don't don't make it don't make it sound so big. I mean, you're already. It's, really it's, it's, a, big it's, a, it's a big night for Liverpool. No question about it. Um, go out, get a goal in the first half an hour, uh, and then chill. I think that's that's what what needs to be the plan. But yeah, you know, given that nothing goes wrong um, tonight, uh, Champions League draw be lovely. To see Liverpool and and I think four, uh, five English five teams, teams from, five from English teams, teams, um, uh, in, in that draw, and that's great. I mean, isn't that great? Uh, you know, some uh, Liverpool have got Arsenal at home over the weekend, so that should be a cracker as well. So yeah, good, 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 interesting matches. Yeah, interesting matches before the international break. and I think it's true. I mean, because even United is going to fare Leicester City at home, so you know it's going to be a. a, a it's not going to be as easy as West Ham and Swansea, so it should be a good game, man. Yeah, it should be some. There should be some good good games over the weekend. Okay, Rahul, and I shall see you next week. Till then, all the best to Liverpool, and uh, hope to see you in the Champions League. Fingers crossed. Don't jinx us. Fingers crossed. No, no jinxing. That's all from Just Sports. So, like we said, if it's a goal, if it's a penalty or a hole in one, we're going to cover it for you. This was all from Rahul and me. Till next time. Take care. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.